Welcome to Maximize Your Social, actionable advice on how your business can maximize your social media presence. Now, the host of Maximize Your Social, social media author, speaker, consultant, founder of Maximize Social Business, the Social Media Center of Excellence, and the Social Tools Summit, Neil Schaefer. everybody. This is Neil Schaefer and welcome to another episode of Maximize Your Social. As we gear up for the Social Tools Summit, I'm really happy to have on, and I don't do a lot of interviews if you've been listening to this podcast. I think this is going to be episode 106 or 107. But for the first time, I am having an encore performance by someone. That means the second time they've been on my podcast. I'd like to introduce you to Glenn Gaudet, the CEO and founder of GaggleAmp. Glenn, welcome to the podcast. Neil, thanks for having me on. You know, it's funny, Glenn, because when I met you in October of 2014, when I was speaking at Marketing Profs, that day was the inspiration for the Social Tools Summit. Not your event, obviously, because I know you have the Amplify event coming up after the Social Tools Summit, which I'm really proud to speak at. And that's going to be part of the whole Social Innovation Week we're doing in Boston that week of May 11th to the 15th. But it was the meeting that I had after yours with Brian Mahoney, who's now my uh, you know, co-founder and partner in crime for Social Tools Summit that really started it all. So you know, thanks for the inspiration and uh, looking forward to having you out there and, and you know, talking about employee advocacy. And it, it's funny uh, as well, because in the six months since I last talked to you, there's just been a lot of buzz. And I, I almost like to say we're starting to turn the corner into employee advocacy, not being what is it or how would I leverage it? but more and more companies looking into really starting formal programs and investing in, in tools to do that. So, I mean, is that how you see the market as well, Glenn? Uh, give us your, your insight. Well, we, you know, when I started the company four and a half years ago, we had this focus on the employee as, as an asset within the company that was totally being underused, at least from a social media marketing perspective, right? Right. And so uh, I think employee advocacy means a lot of things to a lot of people. So when I think of employee advocacy, I, I, I put it in that realm of how do I activate my employees to do things, not just sharing of social media messages, but also get involved with some online marketing activities, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you think about it, uh, if, if you've got a recruiting issue, Maybe you get your employees all to write a write a review on things like Glassdoor and Indeed, right? Right. So th- there's lots of ways to leverage employees, and most of these employees, if they have the affinity for the company, would be happy to do it. You just have to make it easy for them, and I and I think that's the challenge that a lot of people have had, because you know the traditional outreach to employees comes in the form of an email or some sort of some sort of employee newsletter. And of course, you know, those are never easy because now you're asking people to, to read something and then go do it on their own without having some a nice, smooth flow of literally just clicking a button and making something happen. That's a great, uh, a great analogy because, uh, you know, I know companies that use SharePoint or using emails, but that, that concept of leveraging your employees has really been around for a while, I mean, even before, you know, we talk about employee advocacy. But it's just interesting to see how it's come with, and, you know, you need to have 
a certain number of, of people in the general demographic that use social media for it to make sense. But, you know, as we, we age and as the, the millennials, you know, enter the workforce more and more, and these are people that are already using a lot of these social networks, and, and we become users of multiple social networks, it's sort of, you know, the, the stage has been set, right? And from the corporate perspective, you have more and more companies that have been doing social media marketing for a few years now. They see the ROI. They're wondering how you can do more. So it really seems like we're at, the, at this convergence of these two trends, and that age old, how do we get our employees, how can everybody be a salesperson at our company? It's really a combination of, of the perfect storm for, for employee advocacy, right? Well, I, I think so. And I, and I think people are starting to see it because they're, they're, you know, even when they test it out through the email approach, they're just seeing results. Because if you think about it, a company spending a fair amount of time uh, and resources now to create content for inbound marketing, right? So they're yeah. they're creating blogs, they're they're creating uh, infographics, they're they're doing traditional white papers. But the whole idea is to get people to to really consume that content so that they can provide another call to action, which hopefully will be you know try my product, buy my product, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but the 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 challenge is is you spend all this time and money creating all this content. But if you just put it out on Twitter and LinkedIn once or twice, you're not going to have an audience where that piece of content can find a tipping point. But now, if you can tap into 100 people, 1,000 people, 10,000 people who can take that, take that tweet and maybe retweet it or, or share that on, on Google+, on, on Facebook, wherever, now all of a sudden you just tr- tremendously amplify that potential audience and it really didn't cost you much because these are already employees who you know if you just make it easy for them they probably want to do it yeah yeah and, and i think you've read the same you know reports that a lot of employees are, are scared to post anything on social media because they don't want to get fired for it right or, yep. or have yep. someone from legal contacting them so so tell well, me but, but i think it goes beyond that neil because i i think i think there's an expectation sometimes particularly with with marketers that you know We'd love to get all the employees to do something. How come they're not writing their own content? Well, it's because they're not, they're not marketing folks. You know, right. They might be sales folks. They might be finance folks. They might be engineering folks. But their, their core job is to not craft tweets. Their core job is to not write blog posts. And so if you can make it easy and you can deliver to them content and maybe they'll change that content, but if you can give them the, the kernels of what to do, it just makes everything so much easier. Yeah, no, without a doubt. So, um, you know, it's funny because I did this, uh, I was moderator for it and, you know, it'll be interesting to see where our conversation on employee advocacy takes place at the social tool summit, obviously. And then obviously how, all your the users of, of Gagalamp talk about their experiences at at, uh, at Amplify. But uh, when I did the uh, moderated the social media marketing world panel on employee advocacy, so we had Martin Jones from Cox, we had a Justin Levy from Citrix, we had Maria. Oh, I can never pronounce her last name. I'm really sorry, Maria from Adobe. <laughs> and 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 these are companies that so they're beyond the evangelist. You know, they they've they understand and in different ways they've started to create their program. So I want to I want to shift our conversation there. So. We've bought into employee advocacy and we're starting to do it. What are the problems that you see your clients run into? And what are the ways in which either Gagwam can help solve those problems or, you know, what advice would you give them? And I, you know, I have my own sort of preconceived ideas based on what I hear in the market, but I want to hear what, you know, what you found with your clients. 
I think one of the big challenges that many people have is they, they think in terms of an all or none scenario. So let's say you have a 5,000 person company. They're thinking about how do I get 5,000 people in, enrolled in the concept of being an employee advocate? And what we tell them is don't start with 5,000. Yeah. <laughs> start with 100. Start with 500 and build up from there. So, so I think a lot of people try to boil the ocean prematurely, right? Um, you can get there. You can get to 5,000, but it doesn't have to be in the first week, month, or even year. I mean, think about, think about just doing a staged approach because here's the thing. You may think you know what's going to take place with 5,000 people, but you're probably going to know a lot better if you start with 100 and then figure out what went wrong, what went right for them because you may not have had the right conversation with, with 100 people to get them enrolled, right? Right. Um, and then you can learn – just like anything, you would never, you would, you know, if, from a marketing perspective, you put your marketing hat on, you'd never roll something out without testing it first. Sure. So it's the same thing, employee advocacy. You want to find out what they're willing to do, the, 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 the profile of the employee that's going to be most likely to participate and that you want to participate. So there's a lot of things you can learn by taking baby steps rather than going for a full rollout. And I think... I think the challenge with a lot of, particularly with very large companies, is they think about, okay, I've got to figure out a way to get 40,000 people engaged. And I think that the answer is, that may be a great goal for down the road, but think about how you're going to get your first 500 engaged first. Right. And you know, I have a I have a new formula for that, Glenn. I did a <laughs> webinar with, and it's also based on the feedback of that panel I did at Social Media Marketing World, but I did a webinar with the uh, director of social who's in charge of the uh, employee advocacy program, Pitney Bowes. Uh -huh. And the number that I got, I'm just going to call it the Schaefer rule, but you know, I'm trying to brand everything I do, but um, <laughs> it's, it's think in terms of 0.5% of your employees, pick the top 0.5%. So if you're a 500 person company, then that's two and a half people, right? <laughs> so if you're a thousand person company, that that's five people, but really start to think in terms of starting, you know, 0 0.5 to 1%, right? Think in terms of starting really small like that and just picking those people that you know are already talking about you that are also very active and social and that will help propel things forward very naturally, right? Well, the, the thing that I would be careful about that is if you pick the people who are already active, right? They have a preconceived notion already, mm. Right. And really what you want to be able to, to get to the 5,000, you want to be able to understand the habits, the desires, the challenges that those folks who are not overly active today. So think of your, your rank and file salesperson, right? How active are they on social? You know, they're probably on LinkedIn doing a lot of uh, prospecting on there, but how often are they putting in a status update, Right. Yeah, so, and yeah, that's and that's a great point because I think over the last year we've seen that social selling programs are really pushing a lot of employee advocacy programs, right? And yes. and, and and they want to begin with the so so yeah, that's that's a valid point. On the other hand, though, that brings up a lot of issues and sort of that that panel that I did at Social Media Marketing World. Most of the talk was about training and education, you know, regardless of the platform, right? Yep. Uh, well, I mean, if training and education is an important component. You just can't train and educate people and then expect them to go and, and do everything on their own. 
uh, we, we just we've seen this time and time again. We've we've worked with companies. They invested two thousand dollars per employee to train and educate them, and then certify them to be an employee advocate. Wow! And, and they still didn't see the return because at the end of the day, the employees make it easy for them. Give them some content. Give them some guidance on who to follow on Twitter and, and what to do on some of these different platforms. Right. And that's where you see the momentum actually take place is when you make it easy for them. And I think, I think too many people just, you know, they, you know the, the train and education important, uh, the train, training and education portion is important, but you can't stop there. You still need to take it to that next level and then make it easy for them and still let them know what they need to do and when. Right, right. You almost need to be a, uh, an implementation coach to get them from the training to become an active participant if they're right. not already. That yeah, and, and that's, not a, that's not a weekly webinar saying, oh, here's, <laughs> here's all the tweets we want you to do. Here are the five people you should follow, et cetera. Yeah, you know, uh, Martin, Martin uh, Jones from Cox was talking about, you know, really it came down to, to teaching a lot of people about personal branding and what they can be doing in social to, to improve their personal branding, throwing out things like, you know, let's follow these people, let's tweet out this type of content, let's see if we can get to a thousand followers and a cloud score of 55. Not that it has any meaning, but that we can set these goals and by doing this, we can hit those goals. And when they, yep. when, when they hit the goals, I mean, the employees were, were absolutely, you know, ecstatic, right? And, and right. Exactly. And they, be, they became really active and they provided a lot of great feedback as well. So, well, and, and that's the thing that we hear a lot because, you know, it, uh, we, we've got a lot of these examples. Somebody, somebody uses Gagalamp and within the first week or two, they have their salespeople are, are a part of this and they start sharing. And then all of a sudden they're actually getting people engaging with them and those engagements turn into sales for them. So in a very short period of time, just by being active on social with great content that's being provided by the marketing folks, they're seeing some direct result from that. And in this case, it's being sales, right? right. So they're bringing in revenue just by doing a couple things. <laughs> you know, it, it's not a lot of heavy lifting to get people engaged with you. Right, right. And yeah, I, I'm sure that a lot of your clients, once they start to see that happen, it's, you know the light bulb goes on and it's like, holy smokes, right? Well, it's instant cost justification. Uh, yeah. you, you know, when, when, you know, within a week or two, you actually see some sales from being active on social through Gagalamp. Boom, right? It, it's, it's a no brainer at that point. And I love how you've actually included that in your dashboard um, of, you know, what, what are you paying per click? What are you paying per lead? And this is how much you've generated, you know, well, especially, you know, cost per click. Um, this is how much you've generated. This is how much you saved using Gagwamp. So I, I think that's a great way of uh, of helping people see the value and, and, and the ROI. Well, and and for us, we needed a way for our our prospects and customers to see you know the value that social was bringing to the organization. Because in many cases, the social media marketing folks are the last people in in marketing. Right? They're the most recent, and they may not necessarily have a lot of budget. Right. But the advertising folks do. And right. so at least you you can provide them with a conversation to say, well, listen, I've gener generated this amount of reach. I've generated this amount of click throughs. Um, so if you want to compare it to what you're spending on advertising, I think social media is a better play. Yeah, oh, definitely. And that's, you know, hopefully companies when they first started in social media, 
those are the areas, you know, the parts of the marketing budget where they took money out of to begin social media efforts. It's now time to look back at that when, you know, whether it's employee advocacy or social selling. Um, and, you know, there's probably as, as companies become more effective at social and as traditional forms of advertising just aren't, you know, aren't as effective as they used to be, right. uh, you know, it, it makes sense. So, Glenn, you know, we could go on for an hour. We just, could, couldn't we? <laughs> just talking about the subject. And um, I know that even though our, our panel at Social Tools Summit is going to be short, but I know that you're going to be there the whole day. And, and obviously, I'm going to be there the whole day. And there's going to be a lot of conversations both, you know, on that panel and off that panel. But is there any, you know, there's a lot of directions we can go with this. But I just wanted to give you a chance. Is there any you know, advice you want to offer companies that are still on the sidelines in terms of employee advocacy, or maybe they began their journey, but they chose the wrong tool, i.e. they're not using GagWamp. Well, <laughs> any, any advice that you, that you can offer um, to, to those people? You know, it's funny because we, we don't want people, we, we don't want customers that don't use our product to begin with. Meaning, um, don't just come and buy the product. We want you to use it. So you can come to our right. website and you can try it for free. Uh, get some folks in your organization to, to be part of what we call a gaggle and share some content and get the feedback. Because, you know, w- when you're talking about an employee advocacy platform like GaggleAmp, the feedback from your employees is really important because you want usage. So if they don't like it, they're going to tell you. But if they like it, they'll also tell you that. So, so that's the thing. I mean, whether you're using, uh, another platform, whether you're using gaggle, whether you're using nothing, just try it out first and get the feedback from the employees. Because the last thing you want to do is have marketing, make a decision that's going to impact a broad base of employees without the feedback and buy-in from those employees. That's great advice, Glenn. I will say, I won't throw out the name of the company, but at Social Media Marketing World, I had a conversation with a the company. They're actually going to be another sponsor of the event, and they had worked with a, a different employee advocacy solution. But the comment that this person made was that GagoAmp offers the lowest hurdle to actually trying out a technology and seeing if it works for your company or not, and that you, you have that reputation. Well, if you want to try out employee advocacy, you know, gag up, lets you get started for 30 days, eases you into it, and you get to test and experiment and get that feedback. So um, what you're doing is aligned with, you know, the people that I know in the market that, that, that are looking at the different solutions. And, and that's a really good way to sort of end this conversation is if you haven't started, well, there's no excuse now. Even if it's just a few employees, try out GagWam for 30 days. And to be honest with you, Glenn, when you first reached out to me as the, the founder and editor-in-chief of Maximize Social Business, I wasn't sure how GagWamp would fit in with my own marketing, but, <laughs> you know, but it was after I started using it. And, you know, a lot of you may say, well, you know, what's the power? A few people sharing things, but it, it is amazing that I know. And when I was at Marketing Prof six months ago, I actually showed my dashboard statistics. I know if I send something out there, um, I'm going to get, you know, for every link that I send out, I get between 50 and 100 clicks. It's, it's pretty incredible. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, it, it, it really is. And I know it's coming from my diverse group. Of people and these people are—it's helping them with their personal brand. It's helping them with their content creation and their you know? business objective. And there's some that are just fans. It's like you know, I really love the content of Maximize Social Business. It's, you know, there are people that will you know, whenever Mashable posts something new, wait an hour, do a search in the title, and you'll see all these people that just automatically retweet things from from Mashable that they have an RSS feed set up. Instead of doing it that way, you know, strategically think about the content that matters to to your company and to your branding. And and there you have it. So. 
Glenn, thank you so much. I really looking forward to spend more time with you in Boston in two weeks. Obviously, if you're on the sideline about the Social Tools Summit, you should come out because it's going to be all about conversations like this. And if you're even just a little bit curious, you just wanted to start you know, a, a trial employee advocacy program, 30 days with just a few of you in marketing or a few of you throughout the company, you, you know, th- there's no more excuses. Go to galglam.com and start. Neil, thank you so much. Uh, would you agree, Glenn? I would totally agree. <laughs> you know, no, I, I would. And you know what? If nothing else, you're going to get some data. Correct. You're going to get some data about the employees that you invite in. You know, if, if you ask, you know, 50 employees to join and you get 25 to show up, okay, great. And then you'll see of the 25, how, how active are they? What kinds of messages and actions did they want to perform for you? Maybe they like to follow people for you, but they're not so interested in sharing something on LinkedIn. That's okay. You know, it all adds up and that's yeah. the key. Yeah. And Glenn, you know what? I, I really, um, well, we've already talked about 20 minutes and, you know, these used to be eight minute podcasts I've extended, but <laughs> just one more thing. And I think, I really think one of the unique things about your platform, you do a lot of experimental things, creating new sorts of tools, you know, link trackers, what have you. And one of the yep. things that I love about your platform, they've really been adding a lot to are these actions. So why don't we end? Right. I know it's supposed to end, but I just know people listening to this want more. Can you talk about those actions that you have and how, how receptive your clients have been to adding those in the platform? Well, it's actually our customers that have inspired so many of these things. So, uh, you know, instead, you know, think of steady state sharing social media messages. Yeah, we we have that, right? Right. But but also maybe what you want to do is you want to have your employees follow, say, a particular industry analyst, maybe Neil Schaefer, right? And then what happens when 100 people from the same company start following you? you all of a sudden pay attention to that company and say, hey, what's going on over there? So you can do things like that. You can actually engage people in a way where you help them be better on social. But beyond that, there's also a lot of online marketing activities. Maybe you want all of your employees to vote for you because you're up for some Webby award. Well, you can do that through Gagline. That's an action. Maybe you want everybody to take a survey because you want some feedback. You can do that. Maybe you want everybody to watch a video. You can watch a video. So the, what the platform has really developed into is, is an employee engagement platform that allows you to do marketing, online marketing, social media, all of these activities. And so what you're doing now is you're transforming your employee base into a grassroots marketing and en- engaged advocacy group for you. And it's incredibly powerful. And yeah. I, I, get, I get a little excited about this, but it really is powerful. I mean, yeah. that's the thing because I get the validation every day from our customers. Yeah. And so if you're, if you're sort of, I mean, hopefully you understood this, but in, but in addition to sort of the sharing of the message, there's all these actions that you can ask your employees who are now your advocates, your, you know, your brand advocates, your internal fans. Hey, you know, if, if you weren't following us on Twitter, please make sure you do. It, it, it's a little, it, as well as the voting or, special things, but it's a really, really cool uh, additional, you know, value added technology that I know you've invested a lot in. And now you have like 20 different of these, these very, very. Uh, now we're uh, almost at 40 now. Wow. Okay. Holy smoke. Yeah. So yeah. And they're, yeah. All, they're all, so it's in addition to sort of sharing the content, all these little tactical things you can do, it all adds up to tremendous power. So gl- I'm really glad I remember to ask you that at the end, because I think that's something critical. Um, it's, you know, it's all about, Hey, we have an internal tribe what what can we do with them? What how can we help them? What, you know how can we ask for them to help us? 
That's um, right. And, and, and make it easy for them. And make That's it easy. Make it easy. All about making it easy. That should be the other key word that comes out of this podcast. So, Glenn, <laughs> thank you so much. Neil, thank you. And yeah, we'll see you in Boston soon. And for all you listening, I look forward to seeing you in Boston. There's going to be a lot of people tweeting using the hashtag socialtools15. It's sort of a long hashtag, but I wanted to brand it. So that's the story there. So be on the lookout for that May 12th. And if you're still on the sidelines, you can't visit. We do have a streaming pass available. So go to socialtoolsummit.com right now and buy that so you can see all these conversations as they unfold on the stage. Thank you, Glenn. And wherever you are in the world, as always, make it a great social day. Bye-bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to Maximize Your Social. We appreciate all of your iTunes subscriptions, ratings, and comments. If you would like to appear on this show or recommend content, please contact Neil Schaefer at neil at MaximizeYourSocial.com. Please also make sure to check out Neil's new community, the Social Media Center of Excellence, at socialmediacoe.com, as well as Neil's first social media event, the Social Tools Summit, which will be in Boston on May 12th and in the Bay Area this fall. Thanks again, and make it a social day. Social Tools Summit.